this is the audio class experience. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 38 of the audio class experience. Today we're going to listen to Pedram's section of the podcast, of the mini-series of the future disruptive businesses that can change the game. This is, this time it's a company that creates very comfortable and supposedly revolutionary seats that can be used for even economy class, that can improve uh, the experience of the user, of the customer, and that increases uh, the comfort of customers. So this can be a very potentially interesting business that may not just be involved in airline business in industries, but also in, in travel in general, for Ubers, buses, private public transport, etc. Hope that you guys enjoy this episode. Thanks. All right, so Pedram, let's hear about you. Thank you very much. Wow. Uh, let's see how I'll perform uh, after two great presentations. Um, my company is Zephyr, and they are an airline seat design company. Well, as they said on the website, they want to make airline seats great again. Um, the structure that I'm going to speak to you today is, is as follows. I'm going to talk about the issue issues that this business uh, tries to solve and how the business is trying to solve them. Uh, the business's selling point, what they have done till now, uh, funds raised from shareholders, business plan, production cost, and uh, my opinion at the end. Uh, starting with the issue, uh, airline seats are uncomfortable, unhealthy, and unaffordable. Uncomfortable because 99% of all economy class seats are fixed upright and impossible to sleep in. Being able to sleep is an important perk and 70% of travelers, surprisingly, would trade in in-flight meals, lounge access, and extra baggage allowance for the sole ability to lie flat and sleep. It is unhealthy because they force unnatural for uh, postures over long periods of time, and that can damage health, especially in long flights, which are becoming more common because of globalization and as each country is getting closer to each other. Um, it is unaffordable. Upgrading to business class, where uh, there is an option to, to sleep and lie down, is not an option for many travelers because they cannot afford the cost. For the travelers who do pay, a premium economy class seat offers uh, glorified economy seats that only have a few more inches of leg space. Some of them would not even a lie-in feature. Actually, lie-in feature is such a uh, new uh, advancement to this such a uh, this old industry that if it is provided, it, it shocks actually the customers. I remember when it was 2008 and I was using Emirates Airlines and uh, they upgraded our seat from economy to business and the option to sleep and flight was so revolutionary, I could not believe my eyes. It was amazing. Imagine having a 12 hour flight and you can sleep all the way through. That's amazing. If you have fears of traveling, fears of a plane, it's a good way to rest. And if you're, if you're a businessman who's really tired, uh, you have the ability to rest now. So I can clearly see why 70% of travelers would uh, trade in other features to just have this one. 
So how does this business plan uh, plans to solve it? Cypher is a life flat individual cabin seat designed for economy class travelers on long distance flights. They argue it is more comfortable, private, and uh, it allows for the, the person to fully extend their legs and sleep in economy uh, class flight. What is the selling point? It is privacy, it is comfort, it is the it is more options for the customer. And the design of the seat allows for different airlines to customize it. So let's say this company sells their idea, their seating design to Boeing. They want to have it for business class individuals. They could add memory foam seats. They could add special curtains for privacy, and they could add uh, TV screens and OLED displays. For Emirates, who has a larger budget, they could uh, add even more crazy uh, innovations to their economy class uh, because of how customizable this seating plan is. That seat can be configured to any mode of transportation, so it doesn't just have to be an airline. It could be rail, trains, bus, or used even in military. Um, so there's a very big untapped market there that after uh, after uh, succeeding in one market, we could expand into. What have they done till now? They have a patent for the seat, so no one can steal their idea. Uh, of course, that leads to some problems. I'll get into that shortly. They've done studies that have been approved by leading aerospace engineers. They have invested half a million to build a prototype that has been used in uh, shows such as Meet the Draper, Shark Tank, and California by Design. So they have been advertising the idea and they have appeared on national television. They have secured product development partnerships with seat manufacturing companies to build the seats. And though right now in discussion with airlines, to bring this seat idea to life and add it to the market. They have raised half a million till now. And what they were looking for was between 100,000 to a million. So they already passed the minimum requirement and the deadline is October 10th. I'm sure they will reach their maximum fundraising goal, which serves to prove how uh, great this idea is, how much potential it has. And on, on the TV shows I mentioned before, they reach the semifinals. They have billionaires investing in their idea already. One of them is Draper, like in Rodrigo's idea. Yeah. Zypher will, the business plan is this. This business will sell wholesale seats to commercial airlines and directly to consumers of private aircrafts. So even to private aircraft individuals. The seat will also be sold in form of licensing to seat manufacturers and airlines. So they don't really have to compete with airline manufacturers, the manufacturer, because the manufacturers can just use the, the, the seats that have designed already. They, the manufacturers don't need to design their own uh, and it will save them some money. So this allows for less competition in this market, especially from bigger brands now, such as Boeing. Um, the production cost is very interesting. It costs three, 30K to 
uh, 40K per unit, which is 60% less than the average cost of a business class seat. And it is 80% lighter due to this, uh, to, due to the material that is used to make it. Uh, and they estimate a gross profit margin of 30 to 40%, depending on volume. So there's a lot of revenue to be made. My opinion on this is that this idea is a high potential, it is innovative, it is ambitious, but that ambition could serve as a double-edged sword. Uh, I love the idea because it's more comfortable for me. And I think uh, flight seats right now are, are very uncomfortable, especially after a certain height. Um, and there's been a lot of innovation, especially for business class seats that go all the way up to 50K in price for a single ticket. But what if we had those innovations in the economy class flights? Um, that's the idea, that's the core of this business. And I think there's demand for this and uh, I see bright future with this. How would the, do you know, have you seen the, the, the design of one of these seats? Uh, yes, yes, I have. So the design is, I, I would describe it to the people listening in. Mm -hmm. It is basically a lot of cushions. It is a seat. Um, thankfully, it is a seat, uh, which there is a section under the seat where you could expand, which allows you to, to, that brings out a cushion, basically. So it makes the seat a bit longer. And um, to the right of the person sitting, there is a hole. There's a hole where you can put your legs in. So you can basically put your legs in the hole and then sleep uh, on, on the seat. And uh, that is the design and it allows, you can add only OLED displays, you can add cushions, you can customize it however you want. Mm. And on top of this seat, there is another uh, seat of the same design, which you use the ladder to get up to. Uh, of course, because you save space, because it's just two seats and they are not as wide as uh, plain seats that we have already, it allows for a ladder to be possible. And uh, it's more private and it's, it's basically like a business class seat that you see in Emirates, but much cheaper and easier to implement for future economy class customers. And this wouldn't reduce the space in economy class? This is a very interesting question. I would say um, it costs less to make. So, and uh, the space it would take, it would be basically like, it would be, instead of three seats, it would be two. So there's a sacrifice to be made here, but because they're cheaper, um, it, it makes sense. And yeah. I have a question. Um, so, how would you convince a low-cost airline like it could be Ryanair or EasyJet to introduce these kind of seats in economy class and make making them sure they will reduce space, they will fit in more customers, which means more revenue, and they will actually have the size of the plane because mostly Ryanair they use like a Boeing uh, 737, which I don't think has the height to introduce these kind of seats because it obviously has a ladder. So. How would you say, hey, Ryanair, this is a better seat um, composition than the one you have because you can fit more customers in less space and hence you will earn more revenue. Mm -hmm. Do you think this can happen? 
Uh, no, and, and the reason for that is Ryanair is already, the tickets for Ryanair are really cheap, are like nine pounds, eight pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds. Uh, if you want to narrow even the cost even more, that would mean the plane would have to be made of wood. The people would have to stand. And I, I, I don't even know if, if you want to make that low coster, you would uh, just buy, use a boat instead of a plane. That's, that's the only way I would see Ryanair implementing any changes with their uh, design right now. So I wouldn't say Ryanair would use this idea, at least for now. I wouldn't say uh, cheap airlines, budget airlines could benefit from this. But um, a bit more premium, well, not premium, kind of average, like US airlines, like Emirates, like Qatar, they could use this for their economy uh, seats and upgrade there. And that would really differentiate them from cheaper uh, brands such as Ryanair. Now there's a pick and choose. Uh, there is competition here because right now, if you uh, want to buy a ticket, you have the choice of Emirates or Wizz Air or Ryanair. They both have a seat. Yes, Emirates have it has a TV, but is is it that much of a difference? What if Emirates said? Oh, for economy class, you pay more, but we give you a sleep-in option as well. I think uh, that's a bigger selling point for those companies. And I think that's the companies that are trying to market um, between mid to premium range. And also for customers of private aircrafts and the military, for example. Yeah, Mark. but I think that you might leave out some customers from economy class because there are probably customers in economy class who, who have a cap on spending on their maximum price that they're willing to spend. Well, um, it's sure. important to, to, to know that this is a replacement, basically. This is an alternative to business class seats. So uh, I, I'm sure it's not that cheap. It is used for economy class, but I'm sure it costs more than any seat that Ryanair uses and uh, flights like that. So they're limited in what they can do. As I said before, having that selling point, yeah. having a line would be uh, the reason why an economy class individual, people like us would upgrade to, for example, Emirates economy class instead of Ryanair economy, economy I think class. This could be a good idea if, uh, for example, I, I imagine that in economy class, the space would uh, decrease a little bit, right? Am I right? Uh, in, in where? In Ryanair? In economy in class, class in maybe uh, in general. Yes. Yes, it so, would. So, okay. So I think that uh, customers will probably be willing to pay perhaps a little bit more, but perhaps not too much, but just a little bit more just to be guaranteed with extra comfort and a better experience in economy. And because an airline that can provide these kind of seats can increase their, the value that they transmit to their customers because those customers will uh, remember the experience that they had. And just by having one decent experience, that's gonna get the customer coming back. Completely. If, we, if we focus on the uh, target airlines that the 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 company Pedram is talking about. He's talking about airlines like British Airways, Lufthansa, Delta, Japan Airlines. These are not low-cost airlines, which means 
we are targeting another type of consumer. So we are targeting a consumer that doesn't fly on low-cost airlines. Most probably they have a membership card with any of those airlines. So I'd say the expenditure gap this company is trying to focus is, is on a more wealthy kind of people that prioritize comfort instead of a low price. So for example, and it's only really effective, I think, in long haul flights. So flights more than four hours. Because if I'm going to go from London to Madrid and I get to choose between uh, British Airways with, the, with this kind of seat and Ryanair, I'm obviously going to go to the cheapest option. Why? It's a two hour flight. I'm just trying to go to Madrid. I don't value that much comfort. So we need to actually think that I think True. the people they can target is not... Mm-hmm people that are going for cheap options. Yeah, because two-hour flights, are probably it's not really worth, maybe it's not such a good deal for a two-hour flight, three-hour flight, maybe even four-hour flight. But I do think that transatlantic flights may be an option. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Anything above, I would say, five hours is going to be a good option. And not only that, not only is it more comfortable and uh you have leg space to sleep in. It's also more private. A lot of individuals care about privacy. If they do, they would gladly pay a little bit more money to have a more private experience, even if it's two hours. Uh, right now, if I want to categorize the different areas airlines operate in, one is budget, one is medium, and one is premium. I think this idea taps into medium and premium options. I think that would include British Airways, but Wizz Air and Ryanair, uh, maybe not so. Yeah, and also, I mean, it's it's pretty okay if a business just targets uh, these kind of uh, people that don't look at the price as much as maybe we as a students would look. So it just happens with uh, luxury businesses like uh, Louis Vuitton. They target, they know they they target certain individuals. So I think this company, what Pedro is talking about, might also target those individuals. Individuals that fly in business class, they have high rewards from those companies. They really choose British Airways instead of Wizz Air. So it's it's a really good market still to approach it. Like sometimes businesses want to approach a whole market area, but sometimes just focusing on one target area would be better for them, I think. And uh, something else to add is that this is not just for airlines. This could be for trains, this could and uh, trains is a big market there and, and buses too um taxis and, ubers oh well, definitely oh or maybe not maybe uh, no i mean yeah actually i agree with that let, let me tell you why uh in our university <laughs> people are really mad at the consular because uh, the the university is mismanaging the money then right when we were protesting this this issue we found out that the vice chancellor uh, spend um, usually likes to spend uh, 200 pounds 150 pounds taking an uber from leicester to london yeah. uber from leicester to london a, 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 a travel that is like three hours long they usually take a bus or train in this my man <laughs> takes an uber um so for him i think privacy would matter i think he would really benefit from this but if you're moving into that market, I would say that would be for that would be a premium option for the train, for the bus, for the Uber. I think it, it would have a good audience for to, for long distance uh, bus journeys. You would say 
like uh, going from one province to another, from one state to another, mm -hmm. from one or county to another, right? Around Europe. From or around Europe, yeah, or some other country, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that this could have potential. Exactly. So, so the market is very big and that's what I, and the reason I picked this, uh, forget about the company and everything, it's just the idea. The idea that we should innovate seats in, 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 in company, in airline companies. Uh, Chinese companies are right now innovating, but in, in the opposite direction. They want to have cheaper costs, but the, that means uh, they're implementing seats that you can't even sit in, that you have to stand. That was like one of their ideas. We are going into a world where comp airline companies want to make flight cheaper and cheaper. And now there, there will be much more of a selling point to have seating uh, plans as, as good as this that are, that are inexpensive, cheaper than premium, but at the same time, they have the same quality and uh, really beat out Ryanair and Wizzair, even if they become cheaper. Um, I watched Shark Tank where the owner of this business was uh, presenting the idea. One of the Shark Tank judges stated a concern that I think is very important for you guys to know. Um, she said that bigger seat suppliers and airlines would tweak this design and overcome its IP. The IP for this design is specific to this design, but if you tweak it a little bit, uh, other seat suppliers and airlines could just implement this without going to this business. And I think that's the most dangerous thing mm. that uh, is facing this company. What do you guys think? But uh, it could depend on the uh, type of airline because they might, well, airlines are not such a profitable business, profitable business because they depend on the economic cycle. So they may, they might make money for four years, but there might be a depression like right now, and they might even go bankrupt and they might have to do a fusion with other airlines. So that might leave space for them to only focus on their business and perhaps outsource other things that are not as important or that they're not so specialized at and to leave another company to do the work for them, like in the case of this company. But if there is a company with the resources to and the capacity and the know-how to build their own seats and integrate them in their own planes, then that is a possibility. Yeah, and I saw um, if you guys uh, search on the Skytrax ranking, which is a, a world-renowned ranking that uh, they rank uh, all of the airlines in the whole world. So there's like a ranking between three stars, four stars, and five stars airlines. And I read since Emirates in introduced their business seats with uh, TV with the privacy setting, with the comfortability of everything, they they went from a four-star airline to now being a five-star airline and topping on the first place for the past five years in Skytrax. Like, so you see, there's a market that people value comfortability, and this is what Emirates has been focusing on. You go on YouTube video to see business class uh, seat. You get loads of videos from me trying the Emirates A380 business class. It's, it's a thing people are interested still. Mm -hmm. I think it's a really, really good way to approach it. I think. And, and with this idea, it doesn't need to be a dream anymore. They could have a similar experience in economic class. 
if they pick Emirates. And that's why I think Emirates should hire me. I think I will be a good salesman for them. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and just to add uh, on to the previous discussion we were having regarding um, the disadvantage that uh, airlines could overcome this IP by tweaking the design, uh, airlines would have to make a prototype, they have to make a design, they have to uh, buy the IP, they have to do a lot of things that they wouldn't need to do now because this this company already has the design and you could just buy it from this company. Um, so even this issue that I mentioned, I think there's an easy way to uh, overcome it. And I think the reason uh, the, this company has this market plan and business model is because they've been influenced by the shows that they've been on and the investors that are invest in this company who have tweaked this idea to make it even better. And I, I think that's another reason to invest in such a company. And I think they have a bright future ahead of them. And prestige, and perhaps, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Um, yeah, just one thing. Um, we also need to see um, maintenance matters because let's say an airline buys those seats. I think the company should grow uh, even more to provide resources to every plane of that company to, to do like maintenance issues, like uh, cleaning the seats, uh, making the fixes from that seed. So do you think the company needs to grow to a certain level to have that human resource to actually maintain those seeds? I think this is just a question of training. They could train Boeing uh, engineers, people who have the task of maintaining the seeds with the necessary tools to deal with the, the problems with the seed. I mean, uh, as a airline, a Boeing, for example, as an airline company, I wouldn't be interested in buying um, seats that require constant maintenance from the from the founders, from the other company. They want to have everything in house. Well, we can provide training, we could get revenue from it, and it will be more of a selling point to sell to these airlines if you allow them to to learn the expertise to to be able to fix any issues with with seats. I guess so. Well, anything more to add, Pedro? No, thank you. Thank you for having me. No, it's an honor to have guests on this show. It's in yeah. need of guests and new people. And uh, people who are involved in law, who are studying law, and yeah. who are potential lawyers. So, and yeah, they have make different sure that beliefs. If you guys are in, in, make sure that if any of you are in the UK listening and you guys uh, have some kind of problem, Call these guys. We've got Edwin and we've got Pedram here on the show. Thanks for tuning in to the Auto Class Experience, guys. Make sure that you share this podcast, that you subscribe, that you leave a review on Apple Podcasts because it helps me grow, helps me, makes me feel better, it makes me be sure that you guys enjoy this podcast. Share it. Uh, follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn. And I hope that I hope to have you back next time, some point soon. Thank I'll you. see you next episode. <laughs> see you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.